And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. And joining me now, as promised, a host of game night right here on ESPN, it is Q Myers. Hey, Q, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm fantastic. Football's back. Officially, football's <laughs> back. One, one week is in the books, man. I'm so excited. Of course, Monday Night Football tonight, but... You know, college football is fantastic. Texas getting that big win over Alabama. That was huge. But, man, nothing is better than the NFL. You know how I roll. So, uh, yeah, I'm good to go. How about those Cowboys putting up a 40-burger on the Giants, man? I'm telling you, football's back. It is back, and it came back in a big way last night. And let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get to your Raiders here in just a minute. But the Dallas Cowboys, I've seen people say that they just put the league on notice. I kind of want to say tap the brakes a little bit because I'm not bought in that the Giants are that good a football team as well, but they did what they were supposed to do. They went in and and played pretty good football without making a lot of mistakes. But, I mean, can we put these guys in a division championship right now? I mean, you can't do it right now, and I always hesitate to overreact to week one because we know that we don't see a whole lot during the preseason, so I don't I don't overreact to week one, but I, I will say you put up a 40-burger on anybody, right? I mean, you drop 40 points on anybody, and I'm with you. I don't I don't know how good the Giants are or they're not going to be. Uh, I think that they did a really good job last year under Brian Dayball, uh, but I, I don't know how good that means that they're going to be, and I don't believe that Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. I mean, that's just period. But, I mean, I think the Cowboys' defense lets you know who they are, and we already knew who they were. That's the thing that I can confirm, like, okay, their defense is going to be special because they were already special. And then you add guys like Stephon Gilmore, uh, Hankins is back for another year. I mean, there's guys there that are making plays. And so uh, I wasn't super impressed by the offense, but I didn't have to be super impressed by the offense. The defense is what went out there and set the tone immediately and let it be known, like, this is going to be a bad day at the office for the Giants. So I think any Cowboy fan should be excited by what they saw. And I believe that they have the makeup to make a deep playoff run, right? I mean, I, I picked them to win the NFC East just because – I don't expect the Eagles to win it back-to-back years because who does that? Nobody. So, you know, so right. I think the Cowboys are that team. But, uh, man, what a performance on Sunday Night Football. Well, defense wins what? Championships. That's right. <laughs> I mean. That's what they always say, right? They do. So, they do. So, I mean, I, look, I, I, I'm excited about where this defense is. I really am. And I, I didn't know that it was going to be as fast as it was last night. But they look fast at every position. Yeah, no, they do. And the thing about it, it's funny, from the results that we saw over the, the first weekend, there was two teams that stood out to me, defense that was outstanding. The Cowboys, obviously, Sunday Night Football, and the 49ers. And the reason why, they're both very similar. They are fast. They arrive with a purpose. They arrive with an attitude. They'll put a hit on you, and they make plays, right? And, and so those are winning traits right there. If your defense can do that, it allows your offense and board how many times were we at uh, UMHB and we watched the Crusaders not panic on offense because their defense was so outstanding? Now, look, I get it. That's Barry Hard Baylor. We're talking about the NFL. But the same principles apply, right? If the defense sure. can set the tone, if the defense can go out there and, and let your offense know that don't panic, we'll get you the ball back, we're going to make some plays, it makes the game that much easier. So those two teams stood out to me over the weekend as the two teams with the defense that, that's got – the stones right now to say, yeah, we're going to be a really good team. Q Myers hosts a game night with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And Q, from the NFL yesterday and last night, the biggest surprise that you went, whoa, I didn't see that. Well, I have to say Tampa Bay beating Minnesota, 
right? I mean, I wasn't a big believer in the Vikings anyway, especially with the, what, 13 wins that they had last season. I just didn't think that they were all – I didn't think all wins were created equal. I thought that they were a little bit suspect. But I sure thought Tampa Bay was going to be a bad team. And, look, I could even say the Rams and Seahawks performance. I thought that the Seahawks were going to be a lot better. I thought the Rams were basically going to mail it in this year. And all of a sudden the Rams pop up and, and beat the Seahawks, and the Seahawks look like they didn't even show up. I mean, that that was a – that was a, a, a weird performance by them. But, uh, you know, Minnesota losing the way they did. They put up a lot of points. They put up a lot of yards. They're going to do that. Kirk Cousins is that guy. Justin Jefferson is that guy as far as putting up numbers. But their defense still isn't where it needs to be. They brought in Brian Flores to be the defensive coordinator, so he's supposed to get that change around. And, well, it's still not where it needs to be. Tampa Bay went out there <laughs> under Baker Mayfield and won a game. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> what do you think about Baker Mayfield and – what he was able to do once he left Cleveland, he went to the Rams last year and really played pretty well, but he had some good weapons around him. Now he starts off playing pretty well. I mean, has has he – I know a leopard can't change its spots, but has he changed his a little bit? I don't, I don't know. I can't I can't fall for that banana in the tailpipe that is Baker Mayfield <laughs> anymore. I mean, I just can't, right? And, and it's funny because when he was in Cleveland, he did some good things. And, I mean, he got them to the playoffs. He was the first team, the first quarterback to get him to the playoffs in forever. Then he's out of there. He's in Carolina. I think that he's going to have something to prove, and him and Matt Rule are going to do some great things together. And they didn't. He goes to the Rams, like you mentioned, and found a way to win that Thursday night football game against the Raiders after being on the team for about 12 minutes. He goes out there and finds a way to win the game, which was ridiculous. But, you know, then they move on from him. In Tampa Bay, I just thought, okay, he's going to go there and, you know, he'll be he'll be a quarterback there. But now he goes out and wins his first game. So, I'm so confused by who Baker Mayfield is. Maybe you're going to see the Baker Mayfield with the attitude that wants to actually go out there and prove something this year. And if so, then the Tampa Bay's in a good position. But I'll wait to see. You know, I'll reserve my judgment. I saw week one, saw him win that game against Minnesota. Good for them. But I, I, I got to see a little bit more before I sign up for the Baker Mayfield train. Q Myers hosts a game night here on ESPN with us on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And Q, when you look at what happened on Thursday night, now look, I, I'm still not going to buy into it. I'm, I'm just not. And I understand why it happened, but they are a better football team. The Lions get the win over the Chiefs. I know that probably made you happy because it's the Chiefs, but right. still, I tap the brakes on them as well for me. I I just I think Patrick Mahomes was missing a lot of key elements in his offense. Yeah, he was. I mean, Travis Kelsey not being there, obviously, is a big deal. Defensively, Chris Jones not being there is a big deal. Um, I was surprised, right? I mean, the game was going on. I was live on the on the radio on game night, right? And we were just kind of monitoring the game as it was going along. And I've been telling everybody I'm, I'm bullish on the Lions, right? You have to show me. The one thing I'll say about the Lions, I don't know how good they're going to be. I really don't. I don't know if they're going to be that team that a lot of people expect them to do. But what I can say is that they're taking on the image and the style of their head coach. Dan Campbell, I thought he was a big rah, 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 rah guy, and oh, we're going to bite off kneecaps. And Okay, great, right? I thought that that was a lot of hard knock type <laughs> stuff, and I wasn't falling for that. But he has got his players to play. And, and you, you know, you've been in locker rooms. You've been on teams. You know if your coach can motivate you to go out there and play maybe a little bit more than you even have that, you know, that ability, like you just, that belief, that confidence. And that's what he's doing. He's instilling that confidence in his team. So, again, I don't know how long this is going to run for. I don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, Jared Goff has looked like he's kind of got a resurgence now in Detroit after being uh, booted out of L.A. Uh, I, it's, I guess it's good for Detroit. I'm still not there yet on them. 
And, again, I don't want to overreact or underreact to a week one performance, but they went into the belly of the beast, which is Kansas City, on banner-raising night, and they won a game. So, I mean, that's still a big deal. And, like I said, Kansas City didn't have its weapons out there, but that's not the Lions' fault, right? So, the Lions, they, they're not penalized because Chris Jones wasn't, you know, there because he's upset about his contract or Travis Kelsey had hyperextended his knee. That's not the Lions' fault. So, they, they went out there and they played who they played, and they won a game. So, you got to give them credit for that. You do, and I, I, I agree with that 100%. I just I, I want to see a little bit larger sample size. That's all I'm saying. Yep. No, no, me too. Me too. I'm, I'm fine with that. And like I told everyone else, if at the end of the year the Lions are a really good team and I come back and say, okay, well, I was late to the party, that's fine because the cool guy always shows up late to the party anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, when has ever a cool guy showed up first to the party, right? That's not a cool guy. You're waiting for me to get there, so that's all right. I'll sit back and relax, and I'll have no problem coming back and saying, okay, I was wrong, my bad. But now that I'm here, let's pour some drinks up. Pour it up, pour it up. What we got to do? Let's make it happen. <laughs> Q Myers with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Host a game night right here on ESPN. And let's go ahead and get into your Raiders. They get the win over the Denver Broncos. And your thoughts about Jimmy Garoppolo and what he was able to do. I was actually pretty impressed by Jimmy. I, I, I'll be the first to tell you I was not a fan of the signing. I thought, okay, here comes this guy that's been injured his whole career, and he has moments, this and that, but, you know, he's going to be whatever. He is what he is. He's not an improvement from Derek Carr. He's just kind of like a lateral movement. But I'll tell you, ever since he's been with the team and I've gotten to kind of know him a little bit and be around him at least at, at practice and everything and see the way that the team actually gravitates to him. And when I mean the team, I'm talking about the guys that matter. Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, all those guys sing this dude's praises. Oh, Jimmy's just one of the guys. Jimmy's just one of us. He likes to hang out with us. And he's, a, he's a dog. I mean, when I hear Max Crosby called Jimmy Garoppolo a dog, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. What? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> so that makes me pay attention to what's going on in that locker room. And look, these guys want to go play for him. Right? And he didn't do anything flashy on Sunday. The Raiders didn't do anything flashy. They only put up 17 points. Hell, they only had the ball six times. They had six possessions on Sunday. But they found a way to get a W. Jimmy made a play when he had to make a play with his legs, which is not something that he's going to do all the time, but he was able to do it. He sealed the deal, the, the victory. They start out 1-0 on the season. You can't really ask for too much more. So well done for Jimmy, and I think that a lot of Raider fans are starting to really kind of like this guy uh, who nobody had any clue about until, uh, well, until we saw what he did on Sunday. Does this help give them some momentum going forward just to say, okay, now we've had a game under our belt. We've, we've got week one here. We can move forward and, and have that, that little bit of momentum that a team needs going from week to week. Yeah, I think so. I mean, think about this. Last year, the Raiders got their first victory in October. Right? Wow. So that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, you get your first victory in October, that's not a good start to the season. So this year, they get off to a 1-0 start. They're headed to Buffalo next week. Buffalo's playing tonight against the Jets, so uh, they're going to be playing the Bills on a short week. But you don't have the pressure of, oh, my gosh, got to get a victory here. We're going to start out the season 0-2. You've already won. And Buffalo, we'll see what they look like. I'm not a firm believer that they're as great as, you know, everyone thinks that they're going to be. We'll see tonight what they look like, but... You know, you, you start playing with confidence. Like you said, momentum. Okay, well, we just went to Denver and got a W. Why can't we go to Buffalo and get a W and then return home for a, a season opener, a home opener uh, at Allegiant Stadium? So I think that that victory on Sunday was big for the coaching staff, for the players, for Jimmy G, for all the guys just to know that, okay, everything that we've been working on in practice at training camp is starting to, to, starting to show. 
and, and now we know why we're doing it because we want to get W's, and they got one on Sunday. Well, it just kind of releases that pressure valve, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and that's and that's a real deal thing. Again, I mean, when you don't get a victory till till October, you know that's that's you're already fighting an uphill battle. But they were able to get that first victory, and like I said, it wasn't pretty. Uh, there was nothing pretty about the game at all. But they made plays when they had to make plays, scored touchdowns when they had to score touchdowns, and they were able to seal the deal. They got the ball with five minutes left in the game, five minutes, and they're up by one point and never gave it back. Do you know that's the first time since 2000 that they've been able to run out a clock on a five-minute drive, not get the ball back? Wow. Since 2000. It is 2023. <laughs> that's 23 years, Q. <laughs> Man, there's, there's some people that ain't even that old right now. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, that, that says a lot about the offenses that they've had over the past 20 years, doesn't it? Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you can't salt away a game, it's taking you 23 years to be able to have a five-minute drive to get the ball back and never give it give it back. That tells you that tells you all that you really need to know. That's a man. That's a hell of a stat right there. Q Myers host a game night with us here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas and the Green Bay Packers first game without Aaron Rodgers at quarterback in quite some time, and Jordan Love goes out there and throws for 246 and looks pretty good. They put up 38 points. Yeah, Green Bay looked really good, and Chicago looked like Chicago. Right? Yeah, Green yeah. Bay looked really good. I'm excited for Jordan Love. I was happy for his opportunity. Uh, he was put into a tough situation when Green Bay drafted him, sitting him behind Aaron Rodgers. Of course, he got the cold shoulder from Aaron Rodgers because he was offended that he got drafted, especially in the first round. But, you know, now that you fast forward to 2023, he's a starting quarterback. They've moved on from Aaron Rodgers. He's in New York, and uh, Jordan Love's got an opportunity to do something. So he goes out there, plays really well. Uh, last night or yesterday afternoon and, and get the victory. And I'll say on the flip side, man, like I said, Chicago looks like Chicago. There was a lot of people hyping them up all offseason, all training camp, all preseason. Justin Fields this, Justin Fields this. Man, that Bears team looked terrible. They looked awful, man. Justin Fields looked awful. DJ Moore looked awful. They just looked like they had no kind of clue what they were doing. They were not prepared for week one of the season. That's for sure. They looked bad. So, yeah, all that hype that they had behind Chicago, you can go ahead and keep that, man, because that team is still bad. <laughs> Q, when you look at what Cleveland was able to do over Cincinnati, 24-3, to but Deshaun Watson only throws for 154. Is this Browns offense built a little bit different, or was it just kind of a fluke game? It was kind of a wonky game. The one thing I know about the Browns and, and the Bengals is that the Browns always play them tough. They really do. Like, they, they give them the biggest – and they did it again on Sunday. But with that being said, I mean, the, the Browns and their defense just dominated Cincinnati. They didn't give Joe Burrow an opportunity to do anything. Miles Garrett, I don't know if you've seen the meme floating around or the, the, the mm-hmm. video on Twitter floating around where he's basically dribbling the basketball between his legs or looking like he's dribbling the basketball between his legs before he uh, takes off from the line of scrimmage and tries to attack the quarterback. It's, it's awesome. Just just Google Miles, Miles Garrett Hedley or whatever, and you'll see it. It's great. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they almost were toying with the Bengals. And their offense wasn't great. Deshaun didn't have a very good day. He was missing some easy passes. But the weather was really weird. Uh, it was really bad and ugly out there. So there was a lot of guys that couldn't hold on to the ball. But, uh, hey, you know what? The Browns went out there and they whooped them. So, you know, Cincinnati, they've got some work to do. There's, the thing about the Bengals is the first two games of the season are against division opponents. So next week, coming off this loss to, to Cleveland, now they got to play the Ravens. So it's like, okay, it doesn't get any easier. 
No. If they lose that game, all of a sudden you sit there 0-2 in your own division, which is going to be one of the toughest in football. And, oh, by the way, you play in the AFC Conference, which is one of the, which is obviously the mm-hmm. more dominant conference in football. So you don't want to be in a bad position. I know you're not going to win or, 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 or lose the championship in September, but you don't want to get out to an 0-2 start. So now there's a lot of pressure on uh, Cincinnati to come back this next week. How good is Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like everyone's saying that they're going to win their division because of uh-huh. football, because the rest of the division is terrible, which is true. But I mean, I saw Indianapolis Colts team almost beat them, right? I mean, so I, I don't, I don't know how good Jacksonville is. I know that they have some nice weapons. I remember them coming back from, uh, you know, being down twenty-seven nothing and, and topping the Chargers in the playoffs last year. But that was last year, so. I'm kind of looking at them. I heard someone tell me that they were like a Super Bowl contending team, and I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, right. There's no chance. <laughs> so they're, they're still Jacksonville, right? I mean, they might go win that division because that division is terrible, but I don't see them as a team that's going to make a deep playoff run. Maybe they'll continue to grow throughout the course of the year. Maybe we'll change our, our conversation about them a little bit later, but they're another one of those teams I put in the category of, yeah, you got to show me more before I buy into the hype on your team. Washington beats Arizona, and Arizona looks like the, the tank is on. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were going to beat Washington for a minute there. I was like, wait, hold on, this is not part of the script. You're supposed to lose these games, so uh, yeah, they're they're going to be they're going to be picking at the top of the, the draft next year, and uh, most likely Kyler Murray will probably have another a new home uh, after the year. I'm interested to see how that plays out. Like that's going to be the most interesting uh, element of this is if they decide that they're moving off from Kyler Murray. One, who's going to pick him up? How are they going to work that contract? Because he's got a lot of money that he's owed. You know, and, and just, just I just want to see how it all plays out. They have a chance to get two top picks uh, in this upcoming draft, which is funny to say, talking about the draft in September. But for a team like the Cardinals, it's definitely talking about the draft in September. Yeah, and you look at Kyler Murray. I mean, does he really have anywhere to go? I mean, other than maybe being a backup somewhere. Well, I think that there's always teams that need quarterbacks. Somebody will pick them up. I, okay. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if it's. You know, Washington, or are they really sold on, on Sam Howell? We'll see. You know, are the, see what other teams are there out there that could look at him. Um, is Denver really sold on Russell Wilson? Like, is Russell Wilson going to be that guy? What if he's terrible this year? Yeah. Right? Then maybe they find a way to get out of his contract. Um, there's, there's teams. I think um, Minnesota could be looking for a new quarterback after Kirk Cousins. His contract's come, coming up pretty soon. Like, there's always going to be a team that needs a quarterback. And right. somebody will – maybe Tampa Bay. So they'll get desperate, but I, I don't. I, I think his best shot was uh, was in Arizona, and that just looks like that's going to come to an end sooner rather than later. Q Myers, host of Game Night on ESPN, with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And Q, Monday Night Football is back tonight, and you have Buffalo and the New York Jets with the debut of Aaron Rodgers in the regular season for the Jets. It does this push the needle for you? I mean, it does. I'm excited by it. I can't wait, and you know, to be live on the air when when the game is going on, it's be so much fun <laughs> to be able to, you know, to be able to monitor it and talk about it, and just catch it in real time. But it, it, it's this is, you know, I want to see the hype again, man. That's all we've heard. It's been forced on us. We've been force fed Jets, 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 Jets. Aaron Rodgers, this. Aaron Rodgers, that. He's been on Hard Knocks, and you know, they made Hard Knocks basically to make him look good. I mean, I just. They did everything that they could to make Aaron Rodgers look like a super cool dude. All right, now show me. Show me what all the hype's about, man. Go out there and, and go get it done. I know their defense is good. Sauce Gardner is fantastic. Quinn Williams is fantastic. They've got plenty of players on the defensive side of the ball. I know they got running backs, right? Uh, they, they've got they've got the weapons to go get it done. 
But now let me see Aaron Rodgers. Now let me see number eight go out there and ball out and, and lead the team to the promised land like everyone believes you're going to do. That's a tough division, man. The AFC East, and this is an AFC East uh, division game, right, against Buffalo. Buffalo's a team that a lot of people expect to be a really good team, too. I'm a little bullish on them. I think that they, uh, you know, they have a few issues going on as well. So uh, I'm really intrigued for so many different reasons about this game. I just want to see who's going to step up and really play and ball out tonight. So, uh, yeah, man, sign me up for this one every day of the week and twice on Sunday. The Bills and Jets Monday Night Football, yeah, I'm good. You, you look at the Jets. Is this the most excitement that they've had with Aaron Rodgers, at quarterback, since Broadway Joe was there? Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, they haven't had a quarterback there worth the salt. I mean, look, they had Chad Pennington. They had, you know, they had guys like that. But, I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers. This is the guy who's going to walk into the Hall of Fame five years after he's done playing. Whatever right. that is, five years later, he's walking into the Hall of Fame. There's no question about it. They played really well last year, but they had no quarterback play. So you feel like a lot of those games that they lost last year, if they had a good quarterback, they probably would have won. So now they got the quarterback. So now, all right, here you go. Right, this is what you wanted. You made the you made the uh, you made the decision to go after Aaron Rodgers very publicly in the offseason to the point where we all got nauseous because we had to hear it every single day. Aaron Rodgers is there. Okay, fine. We get it. You want Aaron Rodgers? Cool. Now you got him, right? You you got him in in house. He's your dude. Go out there and, and make it happen. So uh, yeah, this is this is this is a moment to get excited for the Jets fans. But now you just hope that that he delivers on what he's supposed to deliver on, or else it's going to be massive disappointment. He's Q Myers, host of Game Night right here on ESPN and on ESPN Central Texas every night. What's coming up tonight, Q? Man, we're excited, man. Monday Night Football, right? We're going to have the great Herm Edwards is going to join us. He joins us every single Monday night following the game just to kind of give us a recap. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. It'll be me and my man Emmett Golden will be on the show with me tonight. And it's just we're going to do everything NFL, NFL, NFL. We'll go through every single game that happened throughout the course of the weekend. Uh, we'll talk a little UT. We got to talk some UT and and Alabama. As uh, Alabama, you know, I root for Alabama all the time. Saw UT going into the belly of the beast and knocked them off, and it pretty was pretty easy. So uh, you got to give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, so when we talk college football, we talk some NFL. You know, we'll, you know how we do. We'll cover it. We'll cover it all, man. I'm excited. Q Myers host a game night on ESPN. Q appreciate the time as always. Have a great week, and we'll catch up with you next week, man. Hey, no doubt. Hey, before I go, man, I want to shout out uh, my guy, man, John Smith and uh, and Pops. And Ward, you know Pops really well. You bet. Uh, that was the thir- Thursday, Thursday bus. Pop passed away, man. So Pops is uh, Pops is no longer, but uh, that, that was my guy. So I want to definitely shout him out. His funeral's Tuesday. So anyone who knows Pops and anyone who knows the Smiths, man, definitely send all, all my love to him. And, and uh, yeah, Pops is my guy. All right, Q. Thank you very much, man. Have a great week. And, again, we'll catch up with you next week. All right, man. Appreciate you. Keep doing what you do. He is Q Myers, host of Game Night right here on ESPN. We'll take the break, and when we come back, we'll continue some college football right here on ESPN Central Texas.